0: Hey guys, it's Lana, and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. We're skipping the intro today because we're we're in the episode already.
1: Oh, we're in the episode. Is there usually an intro before you have a guest on? There's usually a little intro. Oh, it's
0: me, myself, and I. You know how like you and Rourke sometimes like you guys chit chat before you guest in. It's it's just me, but now it's me and you. Now
1: it's me and you. Who who are you? I'm Allie. (laughs) Hello. Um, I am Allie Jackson. I'm recently using my last name now, actually.
0: Wow. Yeah, cool. it was
1: never like a secret, but I just didn't have it front and center.
0: What changed?
1: Um, really, honestly, it's because I finally got into the Rent the Runway Ambassador program, which has been a long time coming. I'm actually
0: really happy. That has and, been a long time. Thank you. deserves it for <laughs> <is> Thank <it? laughs> Nobody.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you. Um, and in order to, the referrals are first name, last name. Uh, I so see. I have a code, but like you also can Me. use my name. Yeah. And so I was like, well, it's easier to find if it's on my Instagram. Also like Allie Jackson is the most, I'm the least Googleable person on the planet. Wow. Like Allie Jackson is just, there's a million of us.
0: Is that, a, do you like that or do you not like that? I like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, Like you can't pull up every address I've ever lived at.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing. We like that. Yeah, we do. Safety,
1: Safety first. Um, anyway, I'm Allie Jackson, um, otherwise known as Finding Mr. Height. So hello.
0: Hello. I'm so excited. Okay, first of all, you guys, Ali has been on the episodes, on yes. the podcast before. Yes, yes, yes. So we're welcoming Allie back. Other than Jake, you're our first return guest. Oh, shit. I feel so Welcome. special. I, I wouldn't want it to be anyone else. You
1: were our first return guest. Really? Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, it's meant to be. It's perfect. Love it. Guys, this is, this is what a relationship is, you know?
1: <laughs> it's give and take, everybody. <laughs> give
0: and take. I love it. Well, Allie, I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, you guys, if you have not yet checked out Finding Mr. Height, absolutely, like, pause this right now. Go check <laughs> out Finding Mr. Height. Listen to maybe an episode that I was on or any other episode. Follow Finding Mr. Height on Instagram, on TikTok. I forgot that platform. TikTok? <laughs> on the video one. The one with the videos That I spend eight hours a day on. Um, and then come back and listen to this. Yeah, but This episode is one that has been very highly requested. And it's one that I think people really need. The people need it. The people need it. We're, we're here to give it. We're
1: here to it. give it. The the people need it. And I know that not only from my platform and my clients, but also from my own personal experience. Yes.
0: They they really do. And I know it from my from you guys, my listeners, from the people, people who have done dating at Profile Revamps and from... Every single one of my friends experiences right now, which are holy shit, absolute dumpster <laughs> fires. So this is it. The dating app episode.
1: Dating apps 101. Here we go. We're
0: breaking it down. We're like in your, it's your first day of freshman year.
1: This yes. is the class. This is it.
0: This is the place. where there's then professors. <laughs> Professor Alana and Professor Allie. We're ready to go. Would you be Professor Allie or Professor Jackson?
1: I think Allie. I think so. Professor Jack- I don't know. Jackson just, like, doesn't- Honestly, I'm, like, actively looking for a last name upgrade.
0: Okay. How come?
1: I just feel like Jackson is, like, meh.
0: Really? It's just there. I think it's a good last name. It's not bad.
1: But I wouldn't say- I wouldn't say that my name is, like, good. I'm definitely-
0: I completely disagree.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. I think it's,
0: like, a powerful name.
1: I'm definitely a firsty-lasty. Like, I've always been Allie Jackson. Yeah. Like, it's never- I'm never just Allie.
0: Except for like the two years you were Allie finding Mr. Hyde.
1: Right. There's that part. And now
0: you're Allie finding Mr. Hyde Jackson. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. Dating apps. So. Dating apps. Dating apps. What are those?
1: Uh, well, You know, I, so my experience here goes beyond just being a dating coach in the sense that I was like the earliest adopter of dating apps that I've ever met. Really? I met my first boyfriend on a website called Crush in no 2004. Way. Shut
0: up. Can't Can't make it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was I doing in 2004? I
1: don't, we don't, let's not talk about that. (laughs) No, I was in high school, but no, maybe it was 2003. Jesus Christ. I was a sophomore in high school. I met my very first boyfriend who, I don't even know if I should call him my boyfriend, but I did at the time on a website called eCrush. So technically it wasn't a dating app because apps didn't exist because cell phones barely existed. Um,
0: When did you get your first smartphone?
1: Oh, after college. Oh, no, I had a BlackBerry senior year. Does that count? Does a BlackBerry count as a smartphone? No, college. Does BlackBerry count as a smartphone?
0: BlackBerry counts. I okay. wasn't allowed to have one in high school. All nope. my friends had Blackberries huh? and had BBM, and I was so left out. And then all my <laughs> BBM. friends started having iPhones. I was not allowed to have a smartphone. I wasn't allowed to text until high school and have a smartphone until college. It was really hard. To
1: find I was the last one I, of my I friends who had a cell phone it. at yeah. all. I was only allowed to get a cell phone when I got my license because then my parents were like, okay, you should probably have like a way to contact yeah, emergency services.
0: We're going to go on a million.
1: Uh, yeah, this is
0: bad. Tangents <laughs> and sidetracks. We're going like this is a journey. Strap in everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so anyway, eCrush, first foray into online dating, met several guys. I also met a boyfriend of senior year on MySpace. Oh my God. Did he um, end
0: up being in your top eight?
1: No, I forgot about you that. You kept though.
0: him on the DL. You didn't top eight him.
1: I think I don't even think we were at that. <laughs> I don't think we were at that level. Um, and then in college, I was on OK Cupid, and then I was on OK Cupid and Match when I first moved to the city, and I met a boyfriend on each of those. Wow. And then I beta tested Bumble and Hinge. You're a vet. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. You're a decorated vet. Well, I yeah.
1: So I remember when I went on my first Bumble date, and it was none of my friends knew what it was. Tinder was out, yeah, but I wasn't on Tinder. It was very hookupy yeah. at that point already. And my friends were like, "You're on Bumble? Like, what like, is that? Like a Bumblebee? Yeah, like and it was all the guys were so hot. Yeah, it was like this like mecca of a place. Wow. And that was the first. And then I beta tested like the new version of Hinge, like after they went yeah. away from. The friends of friends thing and did what they basically have now. I beta tested that. Wow. And accidentally ended up dating this guy in DC because their beta was like fucked. And so the location didn't work. And so they were matching you with people that didn't live where you live.
0: But you met this guy and decided to go with it anyway. Yeah. So then we like started dating. (laughs) So whose fault is that? Oh, fully mine.
1: (laughs) But um, yeah. So dating apps and I go way back.
0: Wow. And where has your dating app journey brought you to this day?
1: So now I am, I'm technically on like five or six, but really only for research purposes. Mm-hmm. I only use Bumble and Hinge for my own personal dating. Okay. I technically am also on the League, Tinder, and like one other rotating one that I'm like kind yeah. of trying out.
0: Trying out whatever the, the hype is. Exactly. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, let's check this out because people are talking about it yeah. kind of thing. And it's usually bad. Yeah. Um, Bumble and Hinge are the only ones that I'm actually like meeting people on.
0: Why those two?
1: I have found that the people are better on them the pools are larger mm-hmm. i mean that, that so that's going to affect that yeah um but bumble for me is way way better than hinge like way 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 better
0: so i'm um, that i love asking that question because for me even before i worked at hinge hinge was the only app i had ever actually gotten dates off of i had been on bumble the entire time i was on hinge i never once made it to a date with somebody from bumble that's and so i thought that the pool on hinge was so much better
1: It's so crazy how everybody has a preference. Like I haven't, I haven't met that many people that think they're the same. Yeah. People have a clear preference. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that if you are looking to date interracially, Mm
0: -hmm. Bumble
1: is way better because on Hinge, you can filter on ethnicity for free, Yeah, which there's like a whole rabbit hole we could go down about that. That is a
0: very controversial topic we'll not be discussing today. No,
1: (laughs) but it's just a fact that you can. And so because of that, I think that it doesn't lend itself as much to interracial dating.
0: Definitely. That makes complete sense. Um, yeah, so first of all, for anybody who's like really just starting at the basics, like you haven't downloaded the apps. I have had people say to me lately, like they have not started dating yet. And they have like so much anxiety about even getting on the apps that they don't Mm -hmm. know where to begin. So yeah, I always say like, try a few out. And see what works for you. And you don't have to download three different apps at once. That might be really overwhelming. But, like, yeah. try one for two weeks and maybe, like, mix another one in, see how it's going. If you don't like that or, or one of them isn't serving you, like, it's okay to, like, shop around and explore. It's, like, it's almost like dating. Like, you want to see what app is right for you and is the right vibe and brings the right energy and the right yeah. mix of people.
1: I do like – so I have webinars for people who have like literally never been on dating apps and I do like screenshots of all of them or whatever. And the way that I talk about Bumble versus Hinge, I usually recommend that that be one of the first ones people try Mm -hmm. if they're looking for a long-term relationship because the pool is just so much bigger. And I just think you're going to have a better experience in a place where there's more people.
0: Guys, go download Allie's webinars. (laughs) Go check
1: them out. Fundamistright.com, Dating Apps 101. Um, And if you're – I think it depends on what is going to be overwhelming to you mm-hmm. for women looking to date men specifically, which is like most of my audience. But yeah. like – because on Bumble, some people, if you're a woman looking to date a man, some people find it really overwhelming you have to start conversations. For sure. I personally think it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. And I talk to a lot of people who think the same because you're in control and if that's your vibe, then Bumble is going to be your place because on Hinge, you're going to, or a lot of other apps, you're going to potentially get all of these incoming messages and matches and stuff and get overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. This is skipping around a little bit, but since we're on the topic of starting conversations, how do you do that?
1: So I. I usually say the same thing to start off with everyone. This is on Bumble specifically. Okay. I think on Hinge, you have to adopt a little bit of a different strategy because on Hinge, you have to comment on something specifically or like something specifically versus just being like, let's talk to Alana. Um, So, but on an app where you can just send a message that doesn't have to be specifically related to something on their profile, Mm -hmm. I say the same thing every time. And that is, hey, Alana. Big question for you dot dot dot, and I call that my hook, and it is the it gets the most responses of anything that I've ever it's so quick, ever love it. <laughs> used, and every single person who tries it says that they're getting like way more responses from it, yeah, that doesn't mean that the conversation's going to continue, but what it does mean is that when you follow up with your opener question, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. and if they don't respond. You know it's because they chose not to.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And it's not because they missed it. It's not because the match expired, depending on the app you're using. It's not like, it's not because they don't check the app. Yeah. It's because they decided not to respond. And now you get to move right along Bye-bye. with that information. And not waste your
0: time. And not waste your time. We love not wasting time. We do. We hate wasted time. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So what do you say if they respond?
1: So if there is something massively compelling to me about their profile, mm. I might ask them a question about it but i almost never do that
0: okay
1: because most people have something in their profile that 90% of people ask about right and so i like to ask something that isn't the same right. question they've gotten a million times that week or month or whatever
0: totally cuz that'll make them more interested in having a conversation no one have the same conversation a million times
1: right and if you have a good profile with good conversation starters you're probably getting the same conversation starter every time and that's not Bad. That means that you have good conversation starters, right? But like, I like to circumvent that.
0: Yeah, you want to stand out. Yeah, hundred percent. So
1: I cycle through different things. I use Mary Fuck Kill a lot. Mm. Um, right now I'm doing Mary Fuck Kill with appetizers. Ooh. So I'm doing wings, nachos, French fries. What's your answer? Uh, Mary nachos, fuck wings, kill French fries.
0: I. This is a hot take, but I don't really need to marry any of that. What? Yeah. Wow. So maybe I'm getting killed. I don't know. But I, I'd i probably, I guess, kill nachos. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. I have to give a quick shout out to Anchor. If you don't know about Anchor, it's Spotify's podcast platform and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Trust me. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free, and you know I love free. Second of all, their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast directly from your phone or computer. What could be easier than that? Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you want it played. You can also make money from your podcast, no matter how few downloads you get regularly. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hope you love today's episode. Unless they're like really good. Good, like loaded nachos. But they can be whatever nachos you want. It's your imagination. Okay, fine. But yeah, I okay, I'll kill wings. I'll kill wings. I'll marry nachos. Yeah, fuck French fries? Yeah, like sweet potato fries, truffle fries. Oh no no no. I wanna uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I wanna marry French fries. You wanna marry French, wanna,
1: marry fries. Fries. wanna marry French
0: fries? I wanna marry the truffle fries, I wanna marry the sweet potato fries. Like Got those it. those I can always dabble in. The others I really need to eat If you are anything like me and you are going on a date, you're probably like nervous, but also excited, but just like really want to have a good time. Don't want to screw anything up. And you get like the pre-date jitters. Um, For me, there were two things that I would do to help with those pre-date jitters. I would always call a friend for a little pump-up speech, and I would also take a happy gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD before my date. It would help me stay in the right mood, being excited, being present, but it would also take away that layer of nerves that was going to stop me from being my best self on the date. I love the happy gummies. They are incredible. They taste great. They don't make you feel high or anything like that. They just make you feel like the best version of yourself. So, try them today. Definitely recommend trying them before a date. Mindsetwellnesscbd.com. Use code seeing other people at checkout. That will get you 20% off and free shipping.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, the thing that's been interesting for me about the Mary fuck kill thing, regardless of what one you're using, it actually has provided insight into how people are viewing viewing, marrying versus fucking. So, Ooh, okay. there have been people who've responded and said like I'd fuck nachos marry wings kill um, french fries. And I will respond saying, like, oh, my God, like, how can you not want to marry wings yeah. or marry nachos? And their response is, oh, I thought fucking was the good one.
0: Oh, my God. No way. Yes. Shut up.
1: Multiple people. What? Yes. Where they're like, oh, I thought that I was picking. My, I was. I thought that that would be the my thing that's my most favorite.
0: What? So now
1: I'm like, oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> Wait, that is wild to me.
1: It, this has happened. I've like,
0: never heard those rules to the game.
1: This has happened at least a dozen times to me.
0: I mean, then that might, yeah, that's a, re- that could be a reflection. Do you find that that's a reflection on what they're generally,
1: generally, So that, cause then I'll usually say something like, Oh, interesting. <laughs> like something, <laughs> you know, about yeah. that. I'm like, Oh, interesting. You think that your favorite, that would be your favorite thing. Right. And then like, it's kind of reveals that we're not on the same page.
0: Yeah. That is good to know.
1: Yeah. So All that's right. just one of them. All,
0: All right. right. So let's backtrack a little bit. Cause I know we jumped ahead and we're going to, I'm going to keep doing that. Not <laughs> we, me. Uh, personal I'm right there with you so let I want to get into like we're going to talk about photos we're going to talk about prompts we're going to talk about like getting off the app and onto dates but first I want to talk about like I know we talked about all the different dating apps that are out there yeah and that is such a blessing and a curse in my opinion and I'm curious what your thoughts are and like how people can kind of deal with that overwhelming aspect of there being like so many options
1: I think the advice you gave in the beginning about just a few is the way to go. Like if you – especially if you're just starting out on dating apps, if you go and download 10 different apps, it's going to be too much. It's too much to keep up with. It's too many profiles to make. It's like it's not worth it. Yeah. And so that – I almost always say pick Bumble or Hinge, maybe both, Mm -hmm. only because – like let's put Tinder aside for a second in terms of population – only because those two have the most people. Yeah. And so then you can at least, like, okay, let me get my sea legs a little bit here. Yeah. All right. I, I know how to do a dating app. Not before you run. Right. Now is there a more, like, niche one that I should try? Or is there, like, something else I want to do? But start I, – I think start with the more basic ones. Yeah.
0: I, I, make, I, I make sense. That makes sense. I completely agree. What about in terms of, like, how much you're actually using the apps?
1: So I think there's a balance there because – it is important to be an active user because any apps algorithm and this is not just true of dating apps like apps want you to be in their app right like that's how they make money is by having active users that look at their ads generally speaking correct so so like the apps want you to be active and they're like they also want like how what how do you get someone to stay in a dating app longer? You get ma- you get the matches. You get them to have conversations. Like that is what swiping, 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 swiping with no results is not keeping somebody in an app. Like dating apps want you to get matches. because If you didn't get matches, you would leave the app. So they are more likely, in my opinion, to push out profiles that are active and therefore more likely to become matches versus totally inactive profiles.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to be inactive. Like, if you're inactive, then you're doing the same thing you're doing right now by not being on the apps. Like you're just waiting for someone to knock on your door. Completely. And say, hey, date me. And that's just not going to happen.
1: Right. And you're also teaching the algorithm. Like as yeah. you're going, you're teaching it about what you like, what you don't like. Like it's like, it's learning, it's AI.
0: And you're learning too. Uh, you're absolutely,
1: yourself. absolutely. There's so much to learn. Yeah, so I really recommend being active and not just seeing what likes come in yeah. for both of those reasons.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's also really important to be actively like swiping and deciding like who you want to match with. I feel like it just it's more empowering that way, yes. as opposed to just saying, "Oh, well, I'm just going to see who likes me, and if nobody does, then well, I suck." Right. Like you don't want to be in that situation where you're like, "Oh no, like the apps aren't working for me," but you haven't actually put in the effort.
1: Right. You exactly. need to put in the effort to make it work. Exactly. And I also think that. I recommend when people are starting out and when I do profile reboots, I give them what I call swipe time, where for 15 minutes a day, they are swiping. Mm -hmm. They can respond to conversations at other times, but they are only swiping through new profiles 15 minutes a day because it makes you feel more intentional about it versus having swiping be the thing you're doing while you're waiting for something else to happen. Right.
0: I I completely agree. Also, if you end up doing it like when you're – waiting for the train when you're like in an Uber, when you're waiting for your friend to come during dinner and stuff like, you end up spending so much time. It's like, how does our screen time get to be however much it is? Mine's God. really embarrassing right now. I can't even say it. Nine and a half hours. Um,
1: yours is only nine and a half hours.
0: That's what it was last week. Oh, is yours more?
1: Way higher. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: so sorry. It's so sad. <laughs> Why? Like how? I
1: I will say that I my, my for my full time corporate job, I'm often using my phone on like for Microsoft Teams. Okay. So I'm like pretty sure that that's part of it. Yeah. But like this week, it said that last week my screen time was down 15%. And I believe that that number was 13 hours oh, fuck. down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I mean.
1: Yeah, it's bad. Yeah.
0: So you don't want to end up in that situation where you've been on your phone, swiping on the apps for hours, and then you're not having luck. Because yep. that's like. Really, like now what's wrong with me? Like you don't want to get you're gonna get so burnt out so quickly, you're gonna feel more kind of wrecked by the dating world and you're gonna lose motivation, you're gonna lose hope. And so that's one thing where like you don't wanna overuse them. So I really Absolutely. like the 15 minute rule.
1: Yeah. So the, and like so usually they, they do it for a week. That's part yeah. of my like reboot program, my like, which is my one on one program. They do that for a week. So it's not like forever that's allowed and, and they are, and they actually also write notes every day about like how many matches mm-hmm. they got and how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so then, and then there's a nice before and after because that's before we reboot their profile. Ah. So then you can kind of see like, how am I feeling before? How am I feeling after? But it yeah. really makes you think about what you're doing. Yeah. That you're trying to meet someone. You're trying to meet a human. You're not trying to just like swipe through pictures all day. Yeah. You're not just playing Candy Crush. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes a difference to actually approach it that way. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about Photos. Photos. Photos, those things, those pictures, the snapshots of our lives.
1: Yeah. People need help with photos. People
0: need help. What do you think people need the most help with?
1: I think first photo. Yeah. Because so many people are not using their first photo to even show what they look like practically.
0: No, half the ones I see have, have like sunglasses or a hat on or they're just showing off their body or it's like some artsy thing. It's like you do not want to make somebody have to put in effort to look. Then figure out
1: who No, or there's another person there too. Like there's two people in the first photo. And now it's one of the we'll talk about group photos, but it's one of the reasons I don't recommend any one-on-one photos is because especially if the other mostly if the other person is the same demographic as you. Mm. Like if I'm a woman trying to date men, yeah, a photo with another woman, because you do not want them to be already comparing you to somebody else in your profile. Right. And to like see the first photo, how many times? When you were on dating apps, did you see a first photo of two guys or a group of guys? I'm hoping it's
0: the other one. And 100%. it's not the yeah. one it is. Never but never do a group photo for the first. If
1: you had seen just the guy, you might have been like, Oh, he's cute. Yeah. But now you have this other example and you don't know these people. So like right. you, you
0: can't ask, like, oh, can you set me up with your friends?
1: No, of course not. <laughs> So, yeah, don't do it. Just you in your first photo. Practically a headshot. Like, I just want to yeah. see your face. What does yeah, your face, no face look
0: sunglasses, like? looking straight to camera. Smile. Or, or smiling a little bit to the distance. But, like, like right. you want to let someone see your eyes. Like,
1: and Yeah. And teeth. And I teeth smile yeah. with teeth. Like, a genuine, genuine smile that makes you look at it and think, like, I want to hang out with that person. They look yeah, fun. like,
0: I want them to smile like this when they laugh at my jokes. Yes. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this if it's not the first photo. I want to hear your thoughts because I know we ha- have opposing views on this on the friend photo in the profile. You don't think it should be there.
1: I I don't think it has to be there.
0: Okay, you don't think it has to be an them? Or you, it's not
1: I don't think it's required. Okay. And I think if you have a group photo, I want it to tell me something about you. I don't and more than just I have friends because I'm going to assume that I'm going to assume you have friends. But like if I'm having a conversation with you, like that's not yeah. that's not the thing that's pushing me over the edge to go out with you. No. Like I'm going to make an assumption that you're a normal person who has human friends.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, for me, I like to see I like to see somebody like in their element. I think that when somebody's in a picture with their friends, their smiles a lot more natural. Mm. They're genuinely like happier. These are their people. And it also gives me a look into their world of like, oh, if I end up getting to this person, like these are the people that they spend time with. Maybe they're their roommates, maybe they're their like best friends who I would eventually meet. But to me, it just gives me a little look into their life.
1: I like that, but I want it to be more than just here are the people. That doesn't actually More tell than you like anything. More are just like
0: standing there posing and smiling. Yes, Exactly. I like, like I maybe, want it to be like. Are you traveling? Are you on a chairlift? Something like that that yes. shows something about your personality, your hobbies, what you like to do at a concert. Whatever. Totally.
1: I have, I have a picture with my volleyball team. Like yeah. I do have other people on my profile, mm-hmm. but that says something about yes. me. That's me in my element doing something I love to do.
0: And you know what? I think almost every picture should be like that. Yeah. And I, that's something that people miss. That's yeah. I think, a huge problem and a huge thing that people don't realize is your photos, every single photo, every single prompt in the bio, if you're on an app like Bumble that allows for a bio, all of these things are to provide information about yourself mm-hmm. and share tidbits of your personality, things that you're passionate about. And people end up just filling these slots with like trying to look really good and just like pose pictures and trying to write funny things to impress people and, that's not what's going to make you stand out.
1: No. Agreed. You definitely want there to be an element of your personality in there, like several elements of your personality.
0: As many as you can possibly. As,
1: <laughs> well, I but I do think people try to do too much. Yeah, that's true. And they end up not doing anything. And so I think I would rather a profile that is super specific that mentions like a few very specific things about specificity
0: someone. Specificity is huge. I yeah. think specificity is great because it's so easy to go off of too if you connect with something.
1: Completely. Yeah. Like I would rather that and know three really specific things about you mm-hmm. than 10 really generic words yeah. that could describe thousands of people.
0: Yeah. I completely. It's not agree. helpful. Yeah. One thing that I think also is important about photos is I look at my friends' profiles and, and other like and listeners profiles all the time. And I think this is a problem that girls have where girls make their profile in a way where even if they're going for guys, they're interested in dating guys, they make their profile in a way that is appealing to girls, not yep. guys.
1: Yeah. One of the very first things that I do as part of a reboot is I make them show their profile to three people in their target demographic. Nice. Yeah. And get feedback, because your your friends that are your same demographic, if you're not trying to date your same demographic are not the people that you need feedback from,
0: no, and this is your profile. It is not your Instagram feed, correct. You are not trying to post the artiest, trendiest, vibiest picture. no you're not like that's not what you're trying to do,
1: yeah, and i I do I think you're right. I think women get that wrong, yeah, a lot. yeah, Guys don't know when they look good in a picture, and that's a separate issue, yes, but I think women. Think that their profile needs to be like aesthetic?
0: Yeah, and it doesn't. And it doesn't at all. At all. And in fact, that might be a turnoff.
1: I think it is.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it is.
0: Yeah. All right. So photos. Well, are there any other photos that you think like absolutely should be or should not be on a profile?
1: I think you need. So I think first photo has to be headshot. Like yeah. chest up. Yeah. Full face smiling. You need a full body at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, a hundred percent.
1: I I usually like to alternate. Like I usually say to people, go headshot first photo then full body, maybe back to headshot, but you're doing something, but it's closer up. So you have at least two photos where your face is pretty front and center. Mm -hmm. So there's like two versions of your face, if you will. Yeah, And then activities.
0: What about for people who feel less confident, less comfortable about the way their body looks?
1: I think that 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 is a really hard thing to push through. And I totally acknowledge that. But I think that there's a worst case scenario where you end up on a date with somebody who's going to make you feel shitty Mm -hmm. in person versus if you just never match with that person.
0: Yeah. And you will probably end up feeling more nervous and anxious and and afraid about the date because you're going to feel like, oh, well, what if I'm not what they expect? Or what if I disappoint them because I don't look like that picture that I posted from 2016 anymore? Exactly. You want to feel confident going into a date. You want to know that they matched with you. They planned this date with you. Because of what they saw in your profile and what they talked to you about.
1: Yep. Exactly. So I think there's a, there's a worst case scenario, I think, than the person not wanting to match with you. Yeah. Because you don't want to match with everyone. No. That's not the point. The point of your profile is not to appeal to everyone.
0: Yeah. It's to appeal to the right type of person.
1: Right. There's like a Venn diagram of authenticity and appeal. Mm -hmm. And you want to be like right in that Venn diagram where you're being authentic to yourself, but you're also appealing to the people you want to appeal to.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay, photos that should not go on your profile. I wrote a list here. There's (laughs) one that we are going to have a little discussion about. I'm excited. So photos that should not go on your profile. Gym selfies.
1: I think any obvious selfie where your hand or arm that is taking the photo is visible.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, let me ask. So like that's even like holding it up and on, on like selfie camera and taking it like that?
1: In, if your arm is visible in it, yeah. yes, I count that. I don't think okay. I don't want that on your profile. You could crop it so you can't see your arm.
0: Yeah, it's no, really
1: easy to take a selfie that you can't tell as a selfie. I agree.
0: And then same thing, also with like mirror selfies.
1: Yeah, your arm is in it because yeah. your whole body is. <laughs> so like the rule of yeah. thumb, if the if the I hand holding the phone there. is in the photo, I like it. Get it off.
0: Get it off. Okay, uh, car selfies.
1: <sighs> Just there's better places to take photos. There's no yeah. re- there's no reason to take a photo in your car. There are better places.
0: Yeah. Um. Pictures with somebody of your desired sex.
1: No. It doesn't matter if, there's, if it's a caption. If there's a caption it says, this is my brother, this is my dad, it doesn't matter. Like, mm no. I don't want there to be, like, one iota of wonder in the other person's Even mind. Even if it's the dad. Literally. Like, <laughs> but also, <laughs> why? why? Why?
0: Maybe you look really good in that picture. Cut him out. Yeah. True. Sure. That's true. There's always cropping. Cropping.
1: Cropping, always cropping is your friend. Put,
0: put that same outfit back on.
1: Do not. This is not on the list. Do not put an emoji over someone's no, face. do not do that. The only time I think it's acceptable is if people have kids and they want to show yes. they have kids, but obviously they don't want their children's face. Then I think it's okay because yeah. like the fact of the kid being the photo is important.
0: Yeah. And on that note, I do get a lot of questions about like, how do why I tell somebody in my profile that I have kids without saying like, without showing that. Yeah. Um, I think one good thing is to say like, Oh, like typical Sunday, like wake up early, like read for a bit, take my kids to the park yeah. and then like cook a great dinner or try a new like Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Something like that, where it's part of your story. It's part of who you are, but, and you're not hiding it, but it's not like, these are my kids and I have these kids. And if you're dating me, you're going to end up being with my kids. And completely, it, it's all about the kids. Like it, it it's about you.
1: Yeah. Another thing that should not be in your profile, someone else's kids. <laughs> yeah. The number of times that somebody else's kid is in someone's profile, and I'm thinking to myself, does that kid's parent know that they're on the internet? I doubt it.
0: True. Yeah.
1: I doubt that your brother knows that his infant yeah. is on your Bumble profile.
0: Yeah. True. This is true. My brother, actually, I've called him out for this. Um, he has a picture with my dog Barkley on his profile.
1: Well, that's a bit misleading.
0: It's his first picture.
1: <laughs> it
0: is a good picture. I took it. He came over for headshots one day for work. And took a picture with Barkley. The reason I have a very big problem with it is because Brian is very allergic to dogs.
1: Oh. So now these girls think not only does he have a dog, but he he can't even have a dog. He doesn't even, not only does he not have one, but he cannot have one. You are
0: catfishing these women.
1: That is a, yeah, that's a problem.
0: I understand Barkley is very cute. He's a very good wingman, but he's a wingman that makes you sneeze. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's not. That's very misleading. Don't do that, you guys. No, that's a bait and switch. Yeah. All right. Uh, those cliche pictures, you know, everybody apparently I'm the only person in the world who hasn't been to Machu Picchu. Neither or,
1: have I, you and me both, or gone to
0: Thailand and gotten on an elephant. Been on
1: an elephant in the like that one outfit that yep. everybody wears Every- when they meet the elephants. Is it,
0: is it like on the stop, like on the way to the elephants, you stop at that store and it's required <laughs> you but, like, the, the have elephants to put the outfit on? Are like kind to people who are wearing that outfit. <laughs> it's so true. so Guys, it doesn't really say anything about your personality. If you are at Machu Picchu or on an elephant, we get it. you traveled somewhere, but like, it's just something, it's not a problem. Like those are really cool things. And I'd love to hear about those experiences. It's just overdone. Yeah. And it just makes you look like everyone else. That brings me to my point Mm. about the fish picture.
1: I don't mind a fish photo. Let's hear it. So I think, so general statement, I think we are too harsh when we're judging other people's profiles. Like we we are talking a lot about what you shouldn't have, what you should have, whatever. With some exceptions of things that are just like objectively gross or bad, I think we need to be a lot kinder to people's profiles and give people, turn maybes into yeses, like give people more chances. So that being said, I think when you're, if you're a guy And like on all the guys I talked to and all my clients, et cetera, and they're talking about the photos that they have. And it is slim pickings. Oh, yeah. And because if you think about it, women go out and take pictures of themselves. Yeah. It is societally – like socially acceptable for women to go out and take pictures, to take solo pictures, to take group pictures, to take pictures until we all think we look good. That's not a thing for guys. They don't go out with their friends and take pictures. They don't go out to take pictures. No. And (laughs) if they do take a picture, they're not checking to make sure it looks good. And in fact, I think they would be judged if they did. Yeah. And so it it is extremely – the times when they do is when they have a girlfriend.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Like this is obviously we're generalizing here. But like it it is slim pickings for guys to go back and find photos of themselves. And so when a guy catches a fish – I I find poetic. that he's excited. And the smile that he has holding that fish is the most genuine smile on his whole profile.
0: It's the most genuine smile he's ever had in his life.
1: The, I mean, I'm... Like, I get it. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's maybe cliche, but I think it's cliche for that reason is because there are very few times when it is socially acceptable for a man to take a picture by himself. And one of those times is when he has caught a fish.
0: Yeah. Look, I don't disagree with you. I don't actually have a personal problem with the fish picture, despite the number of videos I've made that would suggest that I have a personal problem (laughs) with the fish picture. I have a problem with the fact that when I have been on dating apps, it's like every other picture is a guy holding a fish. And that, and then when I start talking to the guy, these guys, like it'll come up and they're like, oh, I hate fishing. I just did it once. And it was a picture I had. And it's like, so now like, you're not even actually saying something about you. You're just putting a fish picture on your profile because you have it. And you think it's a picture that belongs on your profile. Cause you know, that's like a thing to do. And I don't know, for me, it's just, it's just something that's like so overdone that when I see somebody doing, it, I'm like, have they not heard that fish pictures are like so overdone? Unless you are an actual fisherman, unless fishing is your passion, <laughs> is your hobby. You're and actual I, know, fisherman. I know a lot of people who love to fish. Yeah. And in that case, yeah. Show me a picture of you holding a big fish. I will be so happy for you, but I want to know that you're posting that picture on your profile because it's something that's important to you.
1: Or I, I don't know. I think, So okay, if you are a guy listening to this and you have a fish photo and you have other photos available to you, switch it out. But Uh, if you are a woman reviewing men's profiles, please don't automatically discount him because he has a fish photo. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm on. And I also just like the genuine smile thing. They're so excited when they're holding the fish.
0: I don't know. I've seen pictures where it's like it's like the ugly like sports. Oh, those are so bad. They're not even smiling. They're holding the fish, and I'm like, "What do you want? Okay, to do with so
1: this if it's a bad photo. What do then you want like... me to
0: do with it? Why is why does this why is this picture here? Anywho, that's that's what we have to say on the fish pictures. Yeah, I will say that, like in terms of guys not having pictures, I totally understand that, and I feel for them, and I what I suggest to people is like, look, I know it's awkward, but like your friends are also in the same boat. And why don't you grab a friend or a few and be like, guys, like next few times we go out, let's just snap some pictures for our dating app profiles. Yeah. And I guarantee everyone is gonna be on board.
1: Yeah, everyone's gonna be like, Oh my god, yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
0: I or, was waiting for someone to ask. Or guys, like grab a girlfriend and be like, Hey, like I need to update my dating app profile, like take a few pictures of me.
1: I have seen guy friends on dating apps where I've texted them and been like, the next time I see you, we are going yep. to take pictures because these are trash. Oh,
0: yeah. And
1: you are you are way better than these photos and we're we're going to do something about this.
0: I, I straight up have my guy friends like texting me to be like, oh, I wanna, like, I need to like do something with you over the next few weeks because I need new pictures. I'm like, yeah. great. like, I'm Perfect. so glad you asked. Same. Yeah. And same, girls, same goes for you. Like, if you don't have pictures, because I know a lot of girls who are in that boat too, where, like, they don't have, I know a big problem has been, like, since there was, like, two years missing. Yeah. Like, some people maybe, like, just haven't been doing as much lately. Hopefully, at this point, you're doing a little bit more, and you've gone out more, and and have had more opportunities to take pictures. But I know people kind of ran out of pictures, and their their photo albums were a little dry, and, and old, and outdated. And that's another situation where, grab a friend. Yeah. I think this is, The best gift you could give to a single friend for their birthday is saying, we're going to go out for the day, bring a few outfits, we're going to stop at these four places, and we're going to take pictures for your dating app.
1: We're going to take pictures.
0: That is the best present you could give to your single friend.
1: Totally. I love that idea.
0: Yeah. Do it. Okay. Pictures. Check. Next, we got prompts.
1: Prompts. Prompts.
0: Those prompts. (sighs) It's tough. Prompts are hard because they could really help you yes and they can really hurt you
1: yeah i i think people need to do more call to actions in their prompts yes. that are conversation starters yes. asking direct questions yeah. like literally asking a question in the prompt i agree the the prompt that i get the most engagement on on my Hinge profile and it's not close is i bet you can't and then it is guess what sport i still play competitively and on my hinge profile i don't have any volleyball photos for that reason mm. they're only on my bumble profile okay and Sorry. i get that is i i'm going to go with 9 times out of 10 that's the thing they comment on and they guess
0: and you know what that is appealing to guys uh-huh. You and, wrote that prompt with guys in mind because guys are interested in sports and they're going to want to know.
1: Yeah. And I am genuinely like, I do, yeah, I totally. do play 100%. really competitive volleyball. So it's yeah. also authentic to me. So yeah. it's again that crossover between yeah. authenticity and I'm appeal. Yeah. Like, you don't want to do that if you don't actually like sports. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's a great prompt idea. I'm going to take it. Like, you don't play a sport. And the last time you played a sport was. Don't like, do it. <laughs> gym. Um, don't
1: do it. Not for you. But you could say, I bet you can't guess and then insert a yeah. thing to guess about.
0: Yeah what band I've seen live 25 times. Yeah.
1: I actually have, somebody actually commented on the fact once on my hinge, I have three different things they could guess about me on my profile. <laughs> and he commented on that, yeah, which was also funny. funny.
0: I like that. That's really funny. Yeah. I, I mean, I like pointing out things like that for other people too. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, oh, you paid attention. and you kind of made it funny. Totally. Yeah. So in terms of like what should and shouldn't be on your prompts, I think a big thing that people run into is, like, one word answers. Hate it. Anything, like, I'm overly competitive about everything.
1: Again, a cliche. What I
0: order for the table. Everything. Everything.
1: Yeah. Again, be specific. Because generalizations like that, even if you are legitimately overly competitive about everything, it's not specific enough. I don't have enough information to know anything about you. Yeah. Beyond that, which, like, is not great, to be honest.
0: Like, okay. If you, maybe you are really overly competitive. What are you overly exactly. competitive about? Exactly. I'm really, I'm overly competitive about like N64 Mario Kart. um, Like, memorize, like being the first person to memorize lyrics to a new song that comes out. Great. Um, And saying hi to every dog on the street before you do.
1: Perfect. Like pick, yeah, pick a couple things versus using a general word like everything.
0: Yeah. And those couple of things, like, you guys just learned a lot about me. Like, I love playing N64 and Mario Kart. Then that also, if people ask about that, that's because I grew up with two older brothers and two older cousins who are also guys, so I had to learn to play video games or not hang out with anyone. Yeah. Um. I love music, and I literally memorize the words to every single song I like. And I love dogs. So you just learn three things that are very authentic to me in, in that expression of going beyond just everything.
1: Yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah. So. Do that, um, other things negativity.
1: I, this is the number one thing that people need to get out of their profiles yeah. is the word no. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know what you're not looking for. Yeah, I don't care what yeah. you're not looking for. I honestly, I'm not even so into what you are looking for because I want to hear about you, which is like a separate thing. But people are really bad self-selectors this is a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. People are really bad self-selectors. So if you say, I'm looking for like a good sense of humor, no one is going to read that and think like, ooh, I don't really have a good sense of humor. Swipe left. Like no well, one's doing that.
0: That Or people are like, I'm looking for like someone kind, funny, intellectual, like emotionally intelligent, um, generous, like all of these things. And it's like, nobody's going to read that and say, oh, that's me. I'm going to live up to all of these things. And- Like that just, it's like, what are you actually looking for? That doesn't actually say anything about you. You're just listing adjectives.
1: Exactly. So I don't actually like the, what are you looking for? Yeah. Bit besides like your ideal outcome. Like I'm looking for a relationship kind of stuff. Yeah. But those adjectives about your ideal person, I don't think are helpful.
0: I agree. I don't think they say anything about you. I don't think they say, I don't think they appeal to anyone. No. There, no one's going to be like, oh, I'm the right person for them. No. Agreed. Because also like, we're not that nice to ourselves. Like if somebody had a list of adjectives, Even if they did describe me, I would never think, oh, I fit the bill for this.
1: It's funny. It's the exact opposite for men. Really? Yeah. It's the same thing with job interviews. Like there's a, and I'm going to get the the exact statistic wrong, but there is a statistic out there about how men will apply to jobs where they qualify for like two out of 10 of the requirements and women will only apply to a job if if they qualify for 10 out of 10. And it's just like I hate it here. Yeah, but it's a it's a similar yeah. thing. And when I talk to women who date men, and they're talking about their profile, they they say things like that, where they're like, "Oh, well," because I do another program where I they people share their screen with me and we swipe together. Yep. And women will, as we're swiping together, will be Go like,
0: "Swipe with Ally." Yeah,
1: swipe with me. It's literally called swipe with me. Um, women will say like, "Oh, well, I'm not that thing." I'm like, what do you mean you're not that thing? You definitely are. And I only know you a little bit. Yeah. And on the other hand, men overestimate. And so neither is helpful. Mm. So it like doesn't, it's just not helpful to write that kind of stuff on your profile. I want to know about you. I don't want to know about this like ideal person you've created in your head.
0: Yeah. And what else I don't want to know about you is the fact that like the most embarrassing thing you've ever done is like download this stupid app.
1: Fuck that.
0: Get rid of that.
1: I don't want to hear that the place that we're going to meet is the most embarrassing thing you've ever
0: done. Yeah. We're all here. Yeah. We're all here. Like a, one, like something I want to accomplish this year, like on my bucket list, like delete the stupid app. It's like... The,
1: no. no. Or I'm willing to lie about how we met.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I'll
1: say we met at the supermarket. No, we met on fucking Bumble. That's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah. It's Just great. Like everyone else. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah. And I also... From a negativity, I don't want to hear about bad dates you've been on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about, like, hopefully you can hold a conversation. Please say more than just, hey. Yeah. I don't want any of
0: that. Yeah. You're just, it, it's off to a bad start. Like, yeah. imagine imagine walking into a bar, like, somebody nope. comes up Can't. to you and they're like, oh, I find you attractive, but, like, I don't want to hear about this thing from you. Or, like, oh, are you are you funny and you're not going to ghost me is the first thing they're saying to you. It's like, Never.
1: What? Never. Excuse me? Or, like, the other thing, too, and this goes back to being kinder to people, we're going to talk about openers, or we kind of did already, don't just say hey. Like, just don't do that. But if somebody does do that, there's no need to be a dick about it.
0: No. And you can respond, and you can say what you would have said as an opener. Yes. Maybe they maybe they haven't listened to our podcast, and they don't yet know how to craft a proper opener. Right. So give them the benefit of the doubt.
1: Yes. And similarly, if a person walked up to you at a bar and said, hi, I'm Alana, you wouldn't be like, that's all you got? <laughs> like, that would be so mean. You wouldn't <laughs> like, do Kay. that. Yeah, you'd be Kay. like, oh, hi. You would then start talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And one thing that I see, like, people doing all the time is matching with people and then somebody messages and then the person never answers. It's like, at one point you swipe right on them. Yep. Have the conversation. See where it can go.
1: Yeah. I have accident, I have matched with people where when I've <laughs> seen the match, I've been like, I do not remember swiping on this person. This was a mistake. And like, before they messaged me unmatched. Okay. But generally speaking, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say, if you like, forget to respond to someone, you're a bad person. I've Mm -hmm. done it a million times. I mean, and I have talked about this before. Like, Jake messaged me. He sent me two messages. He double texted me. And I didn't answer. For a week. I don't know why. Oops. Yeah. Thank God he messaged. Thank God he followed up. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank
0: God he followed up. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not embarrassing to follow up. No. You have nothing to lose by following up. And if somebody follows up with you, that doesn't mean they're desperate.
1: No. Oh. Means they're interested. And thoughtful. Yes.
0: And emotionally mature enough to like not be embarrassed that you didn't answer.
1: No, exactly. Oh, to gosh. like know that like shit happens. Yeah. And maybe you just didn't like you saw it and forgot to respond or whatever.
0: Shit happens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Preach. Um, okay, let's get into filters. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like people forget about their filters and don't really pay attention to their filters in the way that they should.
1: I agree. And I also feel like people don't understand how they work. Yeah. So, like, let's start there. (laughs) Because a lot of times when I talk to people, I will say this next thing and it is a light bulb moment for them. And that is... (laughs) Uh, Drum roll. Filters are exclusive, not inclusive. Meaning, if you filter on something say political views or religion whatever you are not going to see people who didn't fill that thing out so if you want somebody who shares your religion let's say so say like you say you're christian you want someone who's christian so you filter on christian people you are not going to see people who didn't fill out religion yeah. because you don't have to fill things out and maybe that's okay for you maybe you're looking for somebody who is who for whom religion is important enough that they filled yeah, they it, out, it out mm-hmm. but know that you're doing that Yeah. And most people don't realize that. Yeah. That's this isn't true for like, OK, keep it in match. And like some of those ones, you can say that you also want to include people who didn't answer. But most of your like run of the mill apps, you can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. I also think there are things where let's say religion. Same same example. Religion is really important to you. You are Christian. You want to marry someone who is Christian and you're not putting that on. You're not you're not filtering for that. You're doing yourself a disservice because you're going to end up wasting your time talking to so many people of other religions who you're also wasting their time.
1: Yeah. And on that note, if something isn't important to you, don't fill it out. Yeah. So like, let's say that you are technically Christian to go with this example, but it doesn't matter to you. You're not religious. You don't care if the person you date is religious. It has no bearing on your life. Yeah. Don't put it. Yeah, because you're, you're signaling yeah you're signaling to someone that that's an important thing about you yeah and you only have so much space
0: yeah
1: so don't fill it with stuff that doesn't matter
0: and again if it is important put it there
1: yes yeah exactly like, or like astrological sign i feel like people put that just because they can yeah but it, that's not telling me anything i don't give a shit yeah so if it's not important to you don't put it
0: i've seen people with their filters, especially on Bumble where you can like select those things and stuff. And, and I've said like, actually, I think you should take that off because I think it's showing that you care a lot about this thing. And, and, and I'll ask them, like, do you care about this thing? Like, no, I just like clicked on it. And I'm like, I think you should take it off. I think it's sending the wrong message.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So like, yes, you can click on all these buttons and have your about me section sale, all these things about you, but make sure they're really things about you.
1: Right. If they're not, then you're just wasting real estate and it's taking them longer to get to your next picture, obviously.
0: Yeah. And there are, there's like more things for them to think about, like, Oh, do, is this important to me? Do I want somebody who values this thing? And, and meanwhile, if, you don't. Right. Exactly. So take that and, and do with that what you will. Yeah. Um,
1: also on filters, you could toggle them on and off. Yeah, and I do that. Explore. I do that with my age range. I do that with my height filter. I do it with a bunch of different stuff. So I'll filter. I'll do a bunch of filters, and then if I run out of people, or if I'm like I don't know, feeling open minded one day, I'll mess with them and see what see what comes in.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's so important to like experiment with your filters, with your photos, with your prompts. Like it does not have to be set in stone. See what works. See what's not working. If you realize that nobody has ever responded to a specific prompt or liked a specific photo change it it's not helping you yep it is not it is not doing you any good yeah and M- maybe the photo that you're gonna replace it with is going to become your best photo you never,
1: know. you never know you would think that my hinge profile was one video and one prompt based on the responses that I get because <laughs> literally nobody comments on anything, anything else besides my video and that one prompt I mentioned
0: yeah well maybe they're exceptional well we know the prompt's great
1: the prompt's great the video is great the video (laughs) is my like like my favorite video that's ever been taken well you have to
0: tell us what it's
1: up it's from so I did a professional photo shoot for my matchmaker that I hired which also doubled as professional photos for my website and whatnot Mm -hmm. and I had him take videos because I turned it into a reel I had him take videos of me like in my outfits and there's this one video where like I'm genuinely laughing he said something funny and so I'm like laughing and I'm like sitting and wearing a red dress that I love yeah and it's that video of I me laughing
0: that yeah. oh I know that I know exactly the photo shoot you're talking about <laughs> yeah you're like that I know yeah. it. I know and I have it in my head <laughs> great great work to your photographer and to <laughs> you um yeah one other thing that I think people really need to pay attention to with filters it well two things one is like are you being too picky mm-hmm. and I think more often than not that is the case and there'll be sometimes where I ask people, I'm like, what are your filters set to? And they're like, oh my God, why was I only on three miles away? Yeah. And I'm like- They don't even yeah, realize. where you? So like, go check your filters. Make sure that they're representative of like, maybe, maybe you're willing to travel 20 miles. I don't know where you live. I don't know what it's like. They're you to the car.
1: Right. Or people make assumptions. So I will talk to a client. The other night I had a client in DC mm-hmm. and she was saying that she has her filters to only DC And she like if she sees that somebody is like a little bit further outside, she's like, oh, well, he lives too far away. And my immediate question is, how do you know he lives there? Are you looking at his profile to see where he lives or where he currently is? Yeah, because people move around.
0: And again, it depends on the app that you're on. Like if you're on Bumble, and this is something you should know, like you got really got to know what like what is going on in the app you're on. Bumble does it by current location. Yep hinge does it by where you live
1: yeah although hinge you can use current location most people yeah i didn't know
0: that yeah
1: it it defaults to a a fixed location but you can pick current
0: got
1: it i don't think most people do Well, i know
0: you can like change it up so you can change it but there's an option there's an option for current yeah but i
1: don't think most people have it again
0: know know the app you're on you guys the app you're
1: on yeah so and on bumble yeah it moves around so like i pay for bumble i pay for both of them and so i have when i leave new york I have my Bumble set back to travel to New York because I don't want to show up in other people's cities. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pay attention to the app you're on.
0: Yeah. And then my other point with filters that I wanted to make is going back to the religion thing. Like if there is something that is important to you, filter for it if you can. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that know they don't want kids mm. and they're not filtering for that. That That is literally something you can filter for. You can say you don't want kids. And then it's going it's going to give you other people who are selected that they don't want kids, and yeah, that makes dating so much easier for you and for them,
1: yeah, I think you're right that people are often too picky with their filters, and I always tell people you can have whatever preferences you want, you just need to know the consequences of your actions, yeah, like you can want a six six guy who makes five million dollars a year and like rescues stray puppies,
0: I mean great who wouldn't
1: want that that?
0: the six six is a little too tall for me but
1: (laughs) I'm all over it um but you have to know that that guy probably doesn't exist yeah and that's okay like if you're cool with maybe never with probably never meeting that person because he doesn't exist yeah go forth and have your preferences
0: 100% I mean that's literally all of my friends are like Jewish girls who want to date Jewish guys and then they have their height set to 6'1 I'm like name a Jewish guy who's over (laughs) (laughs) 5'8". Name name three. I dare you. I will give you a hundred bucks if you can name three. And then they're like, "Well, Hannah, like, why is why are the dating apps so hard? Like, why am I not having any luck?" And I'm like, "Because you are asking for a Jewish unicorn. He doesn't exist."
1: <laughs> yeah. So that so like either accept that, yeah, that you know there's probably like five people that are available to you, yeah. or expand your filters expand and your filters. your search in general.
0: You can wear. Two inch heels instead of three inch heels. Your feet will thank you, mm-hmm. and so will he. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we have for filters. Any any last last filtery words?
1: No, those aren't my filtery words.
0: All right, um, okay. We did combo starters for the most part. I just want to. I think emphasize a few other things, like no cheesy pickup lines.
1: Yeah, that it again. I'm not learning anything about you, and yeah. you're not going to learn anything about the other person. Yeah. from a cheesy pickup line.
0: Yeah, what's been the best opening line that you've gotten?
1: So I was nervous about this question cuz I saw it in your outline. And I mostly use Bumble, so I don't get oh, a lot true. of opening lines. Oh, true, true, true. And the success that I've had on Hinge has not come from people reaching out to me. Yeah. I almost never I can I cannot remember the last Hinge date that I went on where the guy reached out to me first. Like I'm currently dating somebody that I met on Hinge, but I reached out to him. So I don't know if I even have yeah. a good opening line. You know what one that I did get? that was on Bumble, but it was like after I said something, but then he right. kind of like pivoted it. Yeah. Was about, um, it was about how we'd matched before.
0: Okay. And he was like- I like that.
1: Yeah. And so I now use it because I liked it. He said, so how many times do you think we have to match before we, before go, out? we go out? Yeah. And I really liked that.
0: Yeah. Yes. I've, I've actually said that to people before too. And I think that is so smart to do because think about it. We've all- Seen like I, I my friends and i like have this joke where it's like you get back on the apps for like the 80th time after taking a break and it's like you see the regulars on and there, there and they like, are they're still here and it's like <laughs> shit like so am i and it's like you've matched with these people a million times like maybe maybe there's something there maybe there could be something there but you're right? actually giving it a fair shot and so there's no shame in just saying that like if somebody we, yeah we, we all have those people we keep matching with and it's like why will nobody let's just go out i ended up going on like six each with that guy yeah so you can figure it out one way or another stop matching with each other
1: (laughs) right now i know now when i see him again i'm gonna be like nope Nope.
0: tried that And i know why he's still on yep (laughs) about me don't really know um yeah 100 percent. i think that's smart and yeah in general about conversation starters yeah don't say anything like hey i mean how was your weekend is a step up from hey but it's still like it's like how was your weekend like good fine like yeah I slept like I I hung out with my friends like I think if you want to do something like how was your weekend put a spin on it what's the best thing you ate this weekend
1: yes or like what what was your favorite part of the weekend
0: yeah something more specific that asks them to respond something that's not just like generic it was good yeah
1: yeah and I will also say if you get a generic how was your weekend Give them something more than it was good.
0: And then ask them something. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, if I get a, hey, how was your weekend? And this is true not just that as an app opener, but even if, like, a guy texts me and just says that, I'll say, like, it was great. I had a volleyball tournament and we won.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, like, maybe I didn't do something that exciting. Or, like, it was great. Like, I caught up on X reality show yeah. or whatever. Like, how was yours? Yeah, how
0: was yours? Have you seen Have it? Have you seen it? Have yeah. You seen the ultimatum? Exactly. If not... I'm going to make you watch it. Yeah.
1: If not, (laughs) end this conversation now and go watch it. Yeah. And then Uh, go back and talk to me. Right. Then get back to me. So step up the conversation. Like don't, you know.
0: And it's not always on the other person. Like you have it fully in your control to enhance the conversation.
1: Yeah. I also think there's this misconception on dating apps that conversations should be exchanges of questions back and forth. And that's just not how conversations work. Yeah. It's, you wouldn't, we wouldn't go out to dinner. And be like, I liked I like this band. How about you? Yes, I also like this band. What is your favorite band? Like my favorite, What's like your
0: favorite song by them. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Oh, right. But my favorite song. Have you heard this one? Have you? Did you see them in concert on this date? I was also there.
1: Yeah. Like it's not like that. Yeah. Like I might say like, oh, are you, do you have any trips planned? And then you might say, I'm going to France. And then I'll say, Oh my god, I was just there. Like I'm not going to necessarily ask you a question back. Yeah. As long as I'm building on the conversation. the conversation. Along. Right, like saying yeah. something generative that leads to more stuff yeah. doesn't have to be a question.
0: I think people approach conversations with so much pressure and such high expectations and in reality, I think the better way to approach conversations is as if you were texting a friend. Yeah. Because that's the goal is that you would end up talking to this person the way you talk to a friend and I know Jake and I like once start like went to look back at our old conversations and they were actually less cringy than we thought they would be. (laughs) And everything we said was so like accurate and stuff we would still say now. Yeah. And that was so comforting to see because we both, we weren't trying to have every message be impressive or like perfectly curated. We were just talking. And I think that's part of the reason why we ended up being able to form this relationship because we were being ourselves with each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way about double texting, which is a phrase that we totally made up as a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I I
0: literally have a sweatshirt that says double text, double text. Yeah. You should double text. You should.
1: should. I, today, I literally sent the guy I'm dating five texts in a row about different things.
0: No relationship has ever (laughs) ended over a double text.
1: No. And then, you know what? He responded individually to each one. (laughs) There we go. There we go.
0: There we go. No, I think people are so afraid to double text. They're so afraid to, like, write too much like no say what you want to say and if the person ends up ending things or fizzling out or ghosting you whatever it is it is not because you double texted not at all it has never been because of that
1: never ever and if it was then Bye. that person is emotionally Bye. stunted
0: and, and you know what you're dodging a bullet yes. by getting them out now. i will
1: say on a like counterpoint slightly to like you can never say too much
0: okay yes you can Yes, you 100% can.
1: But when you're in dating app conversations, I think people try to have too many conversations at the same time Mm -hmm. where we are suddenly, I'm suddenly answering five different questions and now having to follow up on five different topics and I've never even met you. Yeah. Don't do that.
0: And it's stressful. And and think about it, like realistically, you're not just talking to this one person. Yeah, right. And you have to keep track of who you're talking to and and what they've told you about their siblings, fiancés cousin yeah
1: don't do that to people no and don't talk that much before you go out yeah it's a recipe for disaster that's
0: my next question so how much should you talk before going out and then how do you actually transition from the conversation to a date
1: i i like to talk as little as possible before going out with someone i like to i mean obviously you've seen their profile you like what you saw otherwise you wouldn't have matched with them which should be a baseline but uh,
0: hopefully
1: hopefully So you already know that. I like to have a few back and forths with someone to know that they're a real person who has hopefully a little bit of a sense of humor. Usually there's a little bit of banter going on. And then let's go out. And let's not text much before we do. I like to move to text because I feel like it feels more real that way versus staying in the app. But I don't want to have back and forth text conversation before I meet you.
0: And taking a step back, when you do try and move to text, how does that usually play out?
1: So... More often, the older I get, the more assertive people are. Of also being in that same way. Yeah, so as a po- time, let's just yeah, yeah. see if we vibe or not. Right. As a point of reference, listeners, I'm 35. So like the guys that I'm dating are eh, 29 sometimes, but generally, <laughs> <laughs> generally they are 30 plus. So I think there is less time wasting than mm-hmm. there used to be when I was younger. But if there is somebody that seems to want to do more. Yeah. And they ask, how was your weekend? And I'll say something about the volleyball tournament. And then they ask a follow-up question. I'll say something like, It was amazing. It's more of an in-person story though. Yeah.
0: Much better. Or like over drinks. Right. Like,
1: I'd love to tell you over drinks. Yep. Or like that'll be a great story for our first date. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Love it. Perfect. Easy. Yeah. It's simple. Anyone can do that.
1: Super easy. No. no. And then the other person either picks up what you're putting down or they don't.
0: Yeah. And what if they don't? then we move on yeah
1: I mean sometimes if they like if they fully don't then we move on like yeah, if they don't yeah, even yeah. if they don't even acknowledge the fact that you reference the date
0: right then like, like you actively tried to like
1: that's a non-starter yeah, yeah but sometimes if they if they aren't assertive about it from there I will then say so like what does your week look like yeah because I like just
0: pick a night for drinks this week yeah yeah I think people make it out to be so much more complicated than it needs to be it's Truly. just like like, let's grab a drink. What night are you free?
1: Yeah. Let's I did grab- that with yeah. the, the, we call him the disco ball on, on, on our pod, the guy that I'm dating, one of the yeah, guys that totally I'm dating right now. The, the dating update. We, did. we did. We did. We did. We can always circle back. We can. Um, so the disco ball, I did that. Yeah. I said, we were like going back and forth and I said, like, how about we exchange, I forget what we were talking about, something. Yeah. Nostalgic websites is what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about, like, e-bombs world and, like, just old wow. old shit. MySpace. Did
0: you ever go on RateMyPoo.com?
1: <laughs> no, no. But now, I'm, <laughs> now. Guys, if anyone
0: listening, half the people are going to be like, oh, no, what the actual fuck? And the other half of people are going to be like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> have not seen that website, but um, I'll text them about it now because we still talk about nostalgic websites. Um, so, anyway, I, I said something to the effect of, so, like, do you want to exchange nostalgic websites in person sometime soon? Yeah. And then that prompted him to pick a day.
0: There you go. That's the way, that's the, way the cookie crumbles. It's not that hard.
1: No, truly not.
0: Let's do a few listener questions. We have some good questions here. Okay. All right. Hey, Alana, do you have any suggestions for good way to meet people outside of the apps? Every time I give mm-hmm. them another try, I feel more and more defeated. I've never been a fan of the apps anyway. I prefer to meet someone organically, but in this post-pandemic world, I'm not sure where to start. I can always just go hang out at a bar, but I want to believe there are other other ways to meet quality guys. Any ideas you have and can share would be appreciated. Loving your podcast. Thanks. I think things like speed dating mm. and singles events are amazing and people do not take advantage of them. Yeah. And they happen all over, especially if you live in a city. Yeah. A million places. Trivia nights, bingo nights, bookstores have speed dating like a million places within like again, like if you like I remember there was a bookstore doing it, and I sent it to my friend who loves books, and it was like the perfect thing for her, amazing, and it's something that you just have to you have to push yourself to go, you have to push yourself to go, but remember that everybody else who is there is there for the same reason, yeah. And why not put yourself in a room with other people who are looking for the same thing? If there, if somebody is going to a speed dating event, you know that they are putting in effort and looking for something.
1: That's you know? very true.
0: So I think that's one way.
1: I really like activities. Yeah. It is less – There, you have to do more qualification when you meet people through them because you're not – they're not going there to date necessarily. But, I mean, I play sports, so that's always been my – activity, but there are plenty of other types of activities or like meetups Mm -hmm. for different interests. Yeah. And the key is that you want to establish hanging out outside of the interest meetup. So like maybe it's, hey, let's all grab drinks or let's all go get lunch or, you know, whatever it is. And then not only could you meet people that are doing that thing, but you could also meet the friends of those people eventually and start to expand your friend group.
0: I love that. I know people who were in like kickball leagues and stuff and after- Every like Wednesday night, they'd go to a bar, and like friends would come and bring their friends and stuff. I um I recently became friends with someone in my building. uh Shout out, hey! I won't, <laughs> I won't name you because we haven't discussed me naming you. Um, but she is in a running club. Yes, and was talking to me about like the running club dating stuff that was going on, and that's it's such a thing. It's like if you, there's some, an activity you like, go do that activity, and you'll naturally meet people who you have things in common with, and. If there is not a person in that group of people that you're interested in, maybe they have friends or maybe these new friends that you're making have friends. Absolutely. The biggest piece of advice that I can give you is ask your friends, ask your coworkers if you feel comfortable doing that, if you work in an environment where that feels okay for you. You can assume that people are constantly thinking of who to set you up with.
1: I also, so I did this. Gosh, three or four years ago, this is before Finding Mr. Height in its current iteration. I sent an email out to it was like 20 friends, maybe good friends, like friends yeah. that I that like I would like talk to my about my dating life. Yeah. And I asked each of them to think about a person that I don't know that knows a lot of people that my friend doesn't know. So, like maybe a coworker, maybe somebody from like another activity. And ask that person to set me up with someone. Brilliant. Because in my and in my email, I said, like, I'm assuming that if anybody on this list knew someone that was good for me, I would <laughs> yeah. know about it already. <laughs> yeah. And that also gave them the opportunity to be like, actually. Oh, by the
0: way. But I preface
1: it by saying, like, I assume that if you knew my soulmate, I would already know my soulmate. Yeah. So I know that you don't. So I want you to connect me with somebody who knows other people that you don't know.
0: Yeah. And I went on a few dates. There you go. My friend... Um, has been having a tough time on the apps. And so yesterday I was FaceTiming with another friend from a completely different world. And I said, oh, do you have anyone for my friend? This yeah. is old she is. This is what she's looking for. And this, the friend I was FaceTiming with added this guy into our FaceTime. What? We talked to him. And then I, we ended up bringing the other friend, my friend into the FaceTime. They're going on a date this week.
1: That's incredible. I and love that's that. that's all it
0: took. It took me knowing that she was willing to, be, like down to be set up with somebody. Yeah. Me actively... I didn't have anyone to set her up with, but I asked somebody else who, whose fiance is like in her age group and has friends who I don't know. Yeah. And now they're going on a date on Wednesday, so.
1: I love that. Another thing in that, so you said that you knew that she was open to be setting up, being set up. Tell your friends you're open to be setting up, open to being Being set set up. up. Give them a picture that you want them to show people. Yeah. Because that's, first of all, it'll just make you feel more comfortable that they're not showing some wild picture of you. (laughs) Yeah. But also, I think it actually shows your friends that you're serious yeah. by saying, like, hey, Alana, like, I would love to be set up with someone. If you ever encounter a guy in a FaceTime chat right. that might be <laughs> interested in me, would you show him this picture yeah. and tell him these things about me?
0: And with that, you have to be willing to give it a try. Y-
1: oh, yes. Yeah. You can't You can't be, like, shooting down everybody your friends are setting yeah. you up with. Like, That's I, also
0: not fair to the people there then asking, exactly. will you go out with my friend Allie? Actually, and then, she said kidding, no to you? Mind. Just yeah. kidding, she rejected you, yeah. this
1: person that I asked you about in the first <laughs> now, place. Like, you're
0: leaving this person feeling down for literally no reason. Yeah. It's fully your fault. <laughs> the
1: way that I did it for my friends is I gave them one or two parameters, mm-hmm. like age range, like very, yeah. very broad, broad yeah. but like those were my hard deal breakers. Yeah. Lives in New York, like those broad. kind of things. And within those really simple parameters, I said I would go out with anybody that you think yeah would be good. You,
0: you got to trust your friends. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's one thing I want to kind of tie back to what you said about like not judging people's profiles too much. And I, I've shared this before, but for anyone who's new or, or doesn't remember it, like uh, there are totally people that I've gone out with that Ali, I'm sure you've gone out with that anyone who lis- who's listening can agree with this. If you think about it, there is somebody that you met in person at one point that you were attracted to, that you were interested in, that you formed an emotional connection with, and and dated maybe even, maybe even were in a relationship with, that if you had seen their dating app profile, you would not have been interested in them.
1: Uh, my most significant ex-boyfriend is that way. Yeah. The guy that I worried, we call him ASV, for those people who listen to my podcast, Aspiring Sober Vegan. That's I remember <laughs> yeah, I refer to him as the guy that I was the most intensely into. Yeah. Of anyone I've ever dated After we broke up I worried that I would never Like someone that much Both as a human But also would never be Attracted to somebody In that way On our first date So I met him in person I met him through a friend But I was kind of drinking When we met And when I met up With him on our first date I walked into the bar That we were meeting at And thought Oh no Oh my god He's not The way I remember I don't know if I'm into him And he turned into the guy That I thought Had ruined me For all other men Oh So you just you, never, you know. never know.
0: Yeah. And I had dated somebody for a while and after we had broken up, so like a few months after I finally was like downloading dating apps again, seeing what's out there, I saw his hinge profile come up and my jaw dropped. I literally remember I was on the subway, like leaving Times Square. I don't know what direction I was going in. My jaw dropped when I saw the tally. I was like, it made me it, it was like the best part of like my <sighs> process. Because I was like, wait a second. I'm I've literally been crying for three months over a guy who now that I'm seeing his dating app profile, I never in a million years would have swiped right with this guy, even if he had messaged me and, like, sent me the, the best, like, open See? line ever. I wouldn't have been interested in him based on this profile. So you never know. Meanwhile, I was crying over him for three months. Yeah. So, yeah. That that goes back to, like, don't give too much judgment. Um, and I don't know what we're talking about, but.
1: Yeah. No. Agreed.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. This is a, a hefty one. Okay. What do you recommend doing if your partner blocks you from their social media after a fight? In mm. context, they misread a text and are grieving multiple losses. So I did apologize via text, which they haven't read. It's been a day. We've only dated for six months. They have said they're busy this holiday weekend with friends, initially saying they could make time. I expressed disappointment and hope. said, I hope we could hang out another day. And they asked me to chill out because they're going through a lot with work and family stuff. Said TTYL, spoke about connecting on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then I saw they blocked me on Instagram and Facebook. Oh.
1: there sounds like there are some really deep-seated communication issues here that I I think a lot more context is needed to even unpack but like this that's not good
0: no I agree I think the, the first thing that kind of was like a in my head was like after a fight there was a fight that seemed like it happened over text yeah that the second you f- see yourself typing long paragraphs to somebody, whether it's a friend, whether it's a guy you're dating, whether it's your fiancé, your husband, wife, partner, anyone, stop. Yeah. Put your phone down and take a walk. Don't pick your phone up until you feel different. Um, I don't – I think any fight that happens over text is going to be the least productive fight in the world, and it's going to make things worse. Mm-hmm.
1: ASV and I broke up after a fight over text. Mm-hmm. I didn- wasn't trying to have a fight over text, but –
0: that was when you were away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, yeah. So that's that's one thing. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of like communication stuff happening here. I think that if this person is going to shut you out and and go to the point of blocking you on social media when they're going through something, regardless of what it is, like this is not somebody who should be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: And you're sitting there feeling sad feeling like you want to help this person you care about them you want to make sure they're okay and you're also sitting there now wondering like what did i do wrong and you didn't do anything wrong probably
1: yeah i mean we don't know maybe she did but like but but the point is that like even regardless of who might be at fault or both of you or whatever happened in the fight stonewalling like that is not an appropriate reaction Mm -hmm. this is not a
0: healthy relationship no and I'm sorry that this happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think um I think this that's a much bigger conversation to have about how you communicate with each other when things are not great and what your boundaries are. If if he wanted space, he should have said, I have a lot going on. I, I need a little space, not yeah. just from you, just in general. Um, but let's see each other on this day. And if he can't say that to you, like, you deserve more.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Yeah. All right. Um SOS, a guy I sent an anti-ghost text to won't leave me alone because I said I'd be happy to be friends. I'm losing it. He just sent a picture of him and his roommates from a costume party and asked me to get dinner and not lose touch. What should I do?
1: Don't tell someone you're happy to be friends if, if you're, not.
0: you're not. Ever.
1: Like, I, I'm sorry, listener, but this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, because...
0: You learned the hard way. It's okay. You, like, it's, it's okay. okay.
1: Like, and you, it's, you still have time to set a different boundary. It's yeah. not like once you tell someone you want to be friends, you're stuck. You don't have to be friends with him just because you said you would be. But you, if you want this to stop, you do need to tell him that that's not actually what you wanted.
0: Yeah. Or that, on a second thought, being friends isn't working for you.
1: Right, yeah, you don't have to say I lied. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because maybe she didn't. Maybe she did think that she, that, like, would be happy to be friends.
0: There, There are totally people who I've gone on dates with where I'm like, I don't romantically have an interest in this person, but I wish I could be their best friend. And like, I, that transition is really hard to make. Sometimes it does happen yeah. occasionally. But yeah, like if you don't genuinely have an interest in being friends with someone, it's also like if you're sending that anti-ghosting text to you are the person who's ending it, they still are interested and they might hold on to that, which yeah. is really what this person's doing.
1: Probably. And you don't want
0: to give someone that false hope. Yeah. Like they can still be in your life in that way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like a one-on-one dinner sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Like any one-on-one like thing that is basically a date probably a bad idea but yeah. also if you aren't interested in hearing it sounds like this listener is not interested in hearing from yeah. this person yeah so tell them that tell
0: them yeah i agree all right deep breath for this one yeah
1: this one <laughs> all, yeah
0: and, and that's n- nothing against the person who no it's it. just it's heavy just, it's, it's heavy. just heavy um do you think it's okay if i'm going on dates with someone who is seeing other people but one of those people if not the only one is his ex he says they have a trauma bond and stuff. She just went through a divorce. Is that okay? Like, is that an okay situation for me to be in? All three of us go to the same support group. It's going to be over next week, so I'll never have to see her again, but it's really uncomfortable and actually really sad. I saw them looking like they were having a serious conversation last night, and it hurt me so much. Should I mention that to him, or is that not safe? I'm still getting to know him, but we're both really vulnerable because we met in a support group. Ugh.
1: Major ugh.
0: Major ugh.
1: I I do want, I mean, we can't clarify this because we, all we have is this, but i I'm hoping that this listener is not using the actual definition of trauma bond because the actual definition of trauma bond, which is often misused, is a bond that an abused person has with their abuser. Mm-hmm. I am hoping that the guy she's talking about does not have an abuser-abusee yeah. bond with this other person. If that's the case, then that that's a whole different can of worms.
0: Yeah, is it, that's what he's saying. Hopefully he knows the the right
1: Yeah, a lot of people use it because they think it means it's
0: like oh we both have like past trauma. Yes, that we've
1: bonded over our trauma, but that's not what that phrase means. So I'm just going to assume that this listener means that. Yeah. Um. This is a a really tricky situation where I feel like their listener is in a really position to get hurt, like really hurt.
0: That's what I was going to say. I think you have to ask yourself, are you okay with this? Yeah. I wouldn't be. And I worry that you're not because seeing them have a serious conversation hurt you. Yep. Even though you're never going to have to see her again, it's there are, there's such a slim chance that this works out for you. Yeah. Or that this doesn't like drag you through the mud and hurt you a million times before it doesn't.
1: Right. Because she exists still. Yep. Just because you're never going to have to see her again because the support group's over, their relationship probably doesn't end. I would imagine that they're going to continue to see each other, just yeah. given the, all the stuff we heard. So it's still happening. You're just not going to have to see it anymore, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to hurt you anymore.
0: Yeah. I think the one thing you could try and do is say to this person, I really like you. I understand that you have this relationship with your ex. I would love to give us a real shot. And if you're open to it, not see other people. And yeah. hopefully you can be on that same page and, and make that commitment. I understand if you still want to be there for your ex and maintain a friendship with them, but um, maybe we can discuss some boundaries around that to make me feel more comfortable in the situation.
1: Yeah. I think boundaries, whether or not, because it's not really clear to me from the question whether the listener wants to be exclusive with this person, it kind of seems like they do, but like, so if you do, and if it's, that's the issue, then yeah, say something. But regardless, even if you're comfortable with him continuing to see other people, I think the boundaries around it are what need to get put into place
0: yeah i agree because you need to protect your heart Mm -hmm. and right now you're not doing that
1: yeah and it's not anybody else's responsibility to do that but yours
0: yeah and that's that's something that is really hard to learn and i very i did not do that a million times until i finally decided to sort of do it
1: yeah same no no one (laughs) is responsible for your heart but you and you can you would hope that people who like and respect you will be careful with it yeah and will do everything they can to not hurt you
0: but but that's not that's not always what About happens. Not the world we live in. I no. wish it were. Yeah. All right. You guys are just gonna have to get Ali's dating updates from Finding Mr. Hyde. <laughs> so go listen to Finding Mr. Hyde. I'm gonna get the juicy updates after. Yeah, this. we're
1: gonna we're gonna log off and do the real updates. That
0: we are, Ali. Before I let you go, what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten?
1: I think it is. So I used to have extreme anxious attachment, and it ruined my dating life. And I still deal with it sometimes, but it's not as bad. And my therapist actually told me that you think the way you feel, or you excuse me, you feel the way you think. Mm. And if you can break the thinking patterns and the narratives that you're creating in your head about what this other person is thinking or doing or saying to themselves, you can help yourself feel better.
0: I love that advice. That's so, I mean, the number of times I assumed things just because of what people in the past had done.
1: Yeah. I mean, do I have time for me to have a, do a quick anecdote about this? Please. So I shared this on, it hasn't actually come out on our pod yet, but I, we recorded it yesterday. So the disco ball is this guy that I'm dating. He lives in DC right now. And so we are long distance, quote unquote, even though we're not exclusive. I, we recently decided that we want to talk on the phone more. We hadn't done that yet. I called him on Wednesday night, not scheduled, just like out of the blue called him. I was driving home from volleyball. He didn't pick up. My brain immediately went and created this whole narrative about how he didn't pick up. He wasn't going to call me back. My brain was drafting the text that I was going to send him when he eventually texted me without acknowledging the phone call. Like my brain was drafting the you really hurt my feelings by not calling me back text message way before he didn't call me back. And so, I I went there, and because I had this advice from my therapist, who's amazing, shout out to Megan, um, I all the way home from my volleyball turn from my volleyball game, I just repeated out loud to myself, "He's busy. He's gonna call you back. Yeah. He's busy. He's gonna call you back." If you if he had called you an hour ago. You wouldn't have picked yeah. up because you were playing a volleyball game. <laughs> and
0: you were on him sitting there thinking, like, she doesn't want to talk me on the phone. No. She's going to text me and not even acknowledge the fact that I called. Like. Right.
1: Like, he didn't know you were playing a volleyball yeah. game. You don't know what he's doing. You called him out of nowhere. Did he
0: call you back?
1: One hour later, I get a text message. Hey, it was kind of late when I called him. I got a text that said, hey, you still up? I was doing X thing with my friend. Ding,
0: ding, ding. Yes, I am still
1: up. Then we talked for an hour. There
0: you go.
1: So my brain did this whole song and dance by itself about a situation that didn't actually exist.
0: I still have moments like that. And I mean, like, I'm in what I consider to be a very healthy relationship. And I, like, I've talked about this a million times, like the anxieties I had around starting dating and and trust and all that stuff, like, completely, (laughs) for the most part, like, went away with Jake. But there are still times where I will have thoughts of, like, oh, my God, like, he's not answering, like, what's, ha- like, what is he doing? And it's like, no, like, he's definitely asleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it'll be like a Friday night at 10. Like, I know he was hanging out with his friends. And in the past, I'd be like, oh, like, he's definitely, like, they're with another girl. And, like, it'll come back to me for a second where I'm like, why isn't he answering on Friday at 10? And it's like, oh, he's been drinking with his friends all day. He's definitely asleep. Yeah, Or his phone died or something. And it's like, I have to kind of, like, say to myself, Anna, stop. Like, you know that you know him. Yeah. You know that this is not. It's not what's happening. This is not what's happening. And obviously that's like an extreme version where like I, I am like really securing my relationship. But in the beginning, it was really hard. Like, it was really hard. I, I was used to going to guys' apartments and being like, oh, there's a hair on his pillow. Is it mine or someone else's? You know, like that, that was my thought because I didn't know. Yeah. Like, like if, if that trust was there. I didn't know if the person I was actually exclusively seeing was not seeing other people, even though they said it. And so that stuff was really hard for me to work through, but eventually you have to let yourself trust. Yeah. And trust yourself that you're making good decisions.
1: Yeah. That I think is the bigger part. It's not actually about trusting other people. It's about trusting yourself and your instincts about them. Yeah. That like, I know that this guy is really kind and thoughtful. Yeah. And if he didn't like me, he would tell me.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's it. All right. All right everybody you guys all have a lot of homework to do
1: so much homework you got this though
0: so much homework you have all the tips all the tricks all the tools to update your profile um Ally, where can everybody find you
1: you can find me on instagram and tiktok at finding mr height or my website finding mr that's where all my webinars are and i'm starting to do like travel blog stuff too so that's kind of yeah, fun you are
0: you crushed it thank you so good the first one so good thanks it was a lot of fun to make you guys Rent the runway, Allie Jackson. Yeah,
1: RTR Allie J.
0: Yep, RTR Allie J. 40% off. 40% off. I love it. Thank you so, so much for being here. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm so excited that we did this to everyone listening. Thank you for tuning in again to follow Finding Mr. Height everywhere. Don't forget to give a five star rating and review. If you love this episode, share it in your group chat, post it on your story, tag us. Please do. do. Us? Mr. Height. Tell a friend. You definitely, you guys all have friends, more than, more than three, who need to hear this episode. Help your friends. Help your friends. Help your friends. Help us.
1: It's true. Yeah, everybody can get help. It's great. We
0: love it. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.